Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. We are doing another PTA episode today. I have a few prayers, then we're going to go into the advice column. Then we will wrap up with some tarot cards and call it a day. Okay, this first prayer is anonymous, and it looks like your brother is in the ICU. There have been some complications with an amputation, comorbidities, just lots and lots of medical stuff, physical body stuff going on. So for the person who submitted this prayer, I'm in full agreement for you to stay grounded throughout all of this, for you to connect to your higher perspective, for you to allow your soul to lead the way in terms of how you're processing this and how you're perceiving this situation. I am in full agreement for you to take really good care of yourself as all of this is happening around you. And I'm in full agreement for you to have a sense of clarity in what's happening. Now, for your brother, I am in full agreement for there to be unconditional love and well-being that he's able to access and tap into. Whatever that may look like, remember, we can't We have no control over what an individual soul decides to do or how they're moving through their personal experience, but I am in full agreement for his soul to lead him down a path of highest good. I'm in full agreement for him to remain in contact with that and for him to feel clarity around any decision-making that he has to make at this point in time if he's able to make decisions. And I'm in full agreement for an easeful path is what's coming up. That's what wants to come through. Ease in his path, ease in the unfolding, ease in the next steps for everyone involved and affected. Oh, and it also looks like you submitted another prayer for your sister who is also having health issues. So very, very similar to what I mentioned before in terms of I'm in full agreement for well-being, easeful clarity in the next steps in decision making, overflowing unconditional love and well-being, and for the next steps to feel right and aligned and perfect for that soul's evolution. Okay, these are also anonymous. There are two of them. First one, I am in full agreement for you to receive all of the resources and funding for you to receive the healing and the right practitioners and all of the guidance, information, and support that you are looking for at this time. So more and more, better and better. I'm in full agreement for everything that you need and so, so, so much more far beyond need. Full agreement for that to come in swiftly and pleasurably. Okay, the next one is to feel more secure in your relationship for the triggers that come up in the relationship to ease and begin to subside and for the best path forward for the relationship to make itself easy and apparent. Okay, 
So I am in full agreement for you to access your inner security, for you to connect with your soul, for you to feel really grounded and safe in your body as you're in this relationship. I'm in full agreement for you to navigate triggers and see triggers clearly and for you to move through them swiftly. I'm in full agreement for clarity around any next steps that need to be made in the relationship for those to be easy for you to make and for them also to be clear and evident whatever that might be. Full agreement for ease in the relationship all around. Okay, this one is for Emilio. I am in full agreement for you to access your inherent well-being in your physical form, safety in your body, and peace of mind in the mental body. I'm in full agreement for that to also be extended to your family and loved ones as well. I'm in full agreement for the immigration process to go smoothly, for it to be an exciting and easy transition for you. I'm in full agreement for safety and welfare and well-being for your family and loved ones and anyone who might be needing additional support at this time with that, whether you know them or not. Just the the people of Earth, the well-being of Earth, full agreement. And I am also in full agreement for it seems like you're asking for a collective prayer for people collectively to feel and access their divine love that they have infinite access to full agreement for that to be extended to animals and all parts of the earth's ecosystem is how we will phrase that full agreement for that full agreement for peace and joy in everyone's hearts and Hallelujah. Amen. Full agreement. Okay, that is all for the prayers this week. I want to take a moment to mention that if you are not already on my newsletter, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I just had an amazing idea and there are some things that I'm going to be launching in January. Yes, there is a free masterclass coming up. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not sharing too much about that yet. I'm still putting it together. But there's also something else that is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. If you're on my newsletter, you're going to hear about it first. And you're going to get a special opportunity. So I recommend that you jump in there. It's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. It is just in time for the new year and we are kicking 2022 off right. And the other thing that I want to mention is that if you are interested in being in a mastermind with me, if you want me in your pocket, if you want access to me, all of my magic, my wisdom, my riffs, it literally, literally Anything that you could possibly imagine, anything that you desire to expand into in 2022, this is the time. I had a really interesting experience the other night where, I'm sure a lot of you know, I'm an emotional authority in human design, which basically means I get really, really intense, dark emotional waves that can sometimes last for a couple of days. And I was just in this really, really wicked emotional wave recently. And I remember I was bawling and bawling and bawling and bawling. And I had a whole bunch of stuff coming up. 
And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, I really wish that I was in a mastermind right now because this is one of those things that I would actually bring into that space if I were in a mastermind myself like I was earlier this year. And I just felt this deep longing to be seen by others who get me and who are on the same page and who are holding the vision and who can really see things and hold things when I don't have the capacity to do that. And at least for me, when I was in a mastermind, that was one of the greatest gifts that it offered was even when I was having a really, really rocky time, there was always someone there who was able to reflect and hold space and hold the vision and all of that stuff. So there's almost this this warm nest that you get to return to again and again and again no matter what is coming up in life, no matter how many times you are slipping and sliding all over the place, or you might have doubts or fears or icky stuff that is coming up for you, or there might be something that goes sideways or something that goes awesome. But no matter what it is, no matter what process you're in, no matter what stage you're in, there's always someone there that you can plug back into and who can help you come back to yourself. And for me, that was that was one of the best things for me. And I just love being able to create that for others. You know, it, it's something that really supported me. And, and I love having more spaces for people to access that as well. So anyway, if you are interested in having a delicious manifestation heaven on earth club and you want to surround yourself and immerse yourself in people who are accessing the same level of creation for themselves, I strongly recommend that you apply. We start in January. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see you inside. Okay, now let's shift into the advice column. And this is for Gabriel. I am going to read the submission and then I will dive into the nitty gritty. Hey Sid, me again. You mentioned it in the jealousy episode slightly, but I was hoping you can unpack jealousy from the lens of the abandonment wound in relationships and some ways to navigate it. I've become quite aware that this is a really old wound of mine and I've been applying the tools, nervous system regulation, meditation, taking care of my body, general well-being, minimization, alignment, you know, the basics. Fantastic list, by the way. That is that is a Sydney list if I've ever seen one. Okay. <laughs> to get a goddamn grip and not go down the rabbit hole of he's just going to leave me for someone else. I want to strengthen this muscle. Any tips, please? So for this conversation, what I will say is I wouldn't put this in the category of jealousy. I would put this in the category of anxiety. So when you're going into the story, when you have the telenovela flare up, which is what I think you're having happen, and then you imagine jealousy triggers when you're already in the story. So let's back up for a moment and just look at the bare bones of what's actually happening. So obviously, 
because I know we've talked about this in the past, you created this relationship, period. You manifested this man, period. Okay, so all of that was of your creating. Where people get tripped up in relationships, in my experience, is that they manifest the person and then for numerous reasons, old wounds like you've mentioned, it will take you out of creating partnership. And what I want to bring you back to just as like a foundational thing that can support you is you have not stopped manifesting. You're still in charge of what unfolds. You're still in charge of the the end result of what you extract from this relationship. That is, that is still true. Nothing has stopped. Nothing has changed. Because I know you were in Dom, I want to point you back to those tools. I would actually go back and watch Dom again and start applying the principles that I teach in Dom. Bring that to the relationship. So go back to that and remind yourself that you're dealing with that Venn diagram. And so you want to focus on the center of that Venn diagram. I know you're going to get this because you were in that class. So the first thing that I want to remind you is that you're still creating, you're still creating, you're still creating. Nothing has stopped. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. You can absolutely have the wounds and the traumas and the fears, all of those absolutely have permission to come up and be worked through and just make sure you're still holding the remembrance of your creatorship. Okay, so that's the first thing. The next thing that I find helpful, anytime I have that stuff coming up, a lot of the time it's not so much the rabbit hole as it is the repetition. So I just want you to look at how many times have you played out that story in your mind? How many times have you repeated with like the same phrase? So you even mentioned it in the submission. He's just going to leave me for someone else, dot, dot, dot. How many times have you taken the bait on that very first sentence? And then you go crazy with it. So what I do instead when I have something like that come up that I want to nip really fast is I actually just go to the end of the story. So you want to bring the end of that story immediately in order to move through it faster. What I mean is brain says, he's just going to leave me for someone else. And then you say, yeah, and that would hurt really bad. It would hurt, you would be in pain, you would lick your wounds, and you would call in someone better. The end. You're done with this story. Then you come back around and you say, okay, what do I actually want instead? What is the anxiety telling me? What is it pointing me towards? It's pointing me towards my desire for love, my desire for connection, my desire for building a life with someone or monogamy or I mean I'm sure you have a whole list of desires of what you want to experience and so the anxiety is informing the desires. So when you are in an anxiety tailspin what I do for myself in this position if I can't fully get myself behind there I say okay I'm remembering what I want 
I'm remembering that I'm a creator. I'm remembering that I can get my energy back to that place. The other thing that I will do at this point is remind myself that the only thing that I'm actually fearing is pain. So I'm fearing the disappointment. I'm fearing the feelings of rejection. I'm fearing, you know, the agony that comes up when that wound that feels like death. That's why people avoid it like the plague is because it's really, really uncomfortable. But remind yourself that you're infinitely strong. That worst case scenario that your mind is afraid of is something you could absolutely handle. You would move through. You would be okay. You would come out on the other side. Then you want to make your way back to being a creator. Because in the end, if you have full conviction and full control over what you are creating and what you're making happen you don't have to fear the what if he leaves me for someone else if you're in charge if you're writing the story if you are if you were clear in the beginning about this is the type of partner that I want and there's a level of devotion that I want from the partner that I'm with then you can trust what you've created because you're a creator So there's not actually anything to fear in the way that the anxious mind is trying to convince you that there is. What the anxious mind will do if you buy into that story is it's going to say, make sure you withhold love because you might be disappointed or hurt. So then the question becomes, is it worth depriving yourself of love because of this telenovela that you're afraid of unfolding. And I would hope that it would bring you back to, well, no, I would prefer the experience of love. The reason why I'm taking you through a few different angles and different ways to position yourself is to nip the anxious mind faster. There is a little bit of internal dialogue that you do want to incorporate in order to get to where you want to go faster. And so that's usually how I navigate it for myself personally. Anxiety is really repetitive. It just says the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it it takes a while to practice getting it to shut up. So that's how I do it. I skip to the end of the story. I remind myself of the function of anxiety. So anxiety's function is to keep you away from pain. It's pain avoidant. And it's also a reminder of what you want. So keep those two pieces in mind. Then as soon as you feel calm enough, so at this point you're going to be incorporating some nervous system regulation tools, then I would go for get back into your creator position. Get back into the driver's seat. Know you're in charge of how things unfold. Now, here's the caveat to that. I've given this suggestion before when it comes to relationships in a previous podcast. It was also an advice column. If you are really feeling unstable, if you're like, I don't know if this is the right person, I don't know if I can get my desires from this person, then do this. Just make a request, say if this is the right person, if at our core we are aligned and I can 
achieve my desires through this person, if I can build my dream relationship with this person, then allow them to stay. If this is not the right person, remove them quickly. And then you let God do the work. You completely turn it over and watch what happens. But you have to have full conviction in that. And then you know if they stay, it's a green light. It's a go ahead if everything goes smoothly or maybe something wonderful happens after that. Then you know, okay, keep creating. Keep building the relationship. Don't stop building the relationship. You want to continue to stay in creation mode. Do not fall into this idea that someone else's free will is going to negatively impact what you're creating on the relationship front. I have two more recommendations that will be helpful. The first thing that I would suggest is practice blasting love all over the place. Just love, 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 love all the time. See what happens when you flow as much love as you possibly can. Like just because it feels good to you, it feels good to be in a loving state, it feels good to have an open heart. Obviously don't do this when you're in an anxiety tailspin, but I'm saying when you're feeling amazing, when you're feeling good, just douse people in this loving energy and see what happens. Not just him. I'm saying the people that you adore, celebrate other people, be good to other people, love other people, lead with that because one, it feels really good. There's absolutely nothing wrong uh, with leading with love. That is just the best state to be in because it feels epic, it feels amazing, and it feels powerful. And it's going to amplify your magnetism dramatically. So see what happens when you start leading with that. My second recommendation is that my my personal, I don't want to call it a cure for jealousy because remember, jealousy is more of just a ping that you want something. If I feel jealous, it's tugging at me, hey, I want that. That's the only thing that jealousy does. And then you can just shift into that. But if you are able to really, really work on your confidence, working on validating yourself, reassuring yourself, knowing how amazing and incredible you are, feeling the power that you have within you, being able to tap into a deeper, more, I would call it like a spiritual confidence, like a a divine confidence, a God-given confidence of remembering again the creatorship piece is so crucial for you here because this is what my my sense of power in my ability to create is actually what can help me pull myself out of anxiety part of the time it's kind of like if I'm 10 feet underwater My creatorship is kind of like the life raft that's on the surface. But once I get there, I can chill. 
I just need to get myself up to the surface and then it's like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm I'm creating my experience again. I'm remembering my power. I'm in charge. I'm back in the driver's seat and then I can just lay on the gas once I'm there. Confidence in a relationship or in a connection for me, let me see if I can transfer some energy. I'm going to try to describe it in a way where you you feel it. It feels like knowing I'm so extraordinary and so brimming with love and so powerful that anyone else will pale in comparison to me in this connection. Some people might call this arrogant, whatever, I don't care, it works for me. You're not necessarily going to immediately sync up with this, but the level of confidence that I hold around my connection at least is that with the man that I'm dating, he could go on 100,000 dates with 100,000 women And absolutely none of them will be able to hold a candle to me. I am so clearly the greatest. I am the most exceptional. I am the most supreme and enchanting creature that he has ever met in his entire life. And there will not be anyone who can top me. No one. It doesn't exist. Because remember, I'm creating the experience. So it's, it's an impossibility that even in a room filled with supermodels, that any of them will be able to override the potency of my magnetism with this particular partner. Because the thing is, I don't expect that from everyone on the planet. That's, that's ridiculous and that would not yield good results. But in a single dynamic, you can create that dynamic in a relationship where the the connection is just so strong, the bond is so strong, the chemistry is so potent and impactful and delicious that you just want more of each other. That That's a created experience. So you have to start creating that energetic pattern and start planting those seeds. So the ironic thing in all of this is that as I've practiced this energy and as I've held myself in this light, which call it arrogant, I don't care. It feels amazing. As I've held myself there and I've viewed myself as being that and embodying that fully, what has happened is he's reflected a level of integrity that I've never seen in a man before. But the thing is, the only reason why that level of integrity or the level of reassurance that he gives me or the the receipts that he wants to provide or the additional communication that he wants to give me of his own volition, mind you, not of my asking, of his own desire for, for him to feel good about the connection and the relationship. That did not come from a space of need and desperation and fear. This came from a conviction and level of confidence of, 
you are free to go on 100,000 dates and I will still come out on top. Go, go try. I triple dog dare you to go try to find someone better than me. Go try, see if you can find someone greater than me. I'll wait. Because the thing is, in the relationship dynamic I want to experience, I want to experience my person as feeling I'm the greatest, right? So I have to hold myself as being the greatest for him. I'm the greatest match for him. He's the best possible match for me. He's the best match I've ever found in my life, and I'm the best match he's ever found in his life, and we make absolute magic together. The other thing is that the confidence doesn't come from tearing down others or thinking that I'm the greatest human being in existence. That's not accurate. This is specific to the connection and it comes from knowing that I am creating the experience that I want to have, which is my partner having mutual feelings about each other's greatness. So that is, that is where the confidence actually comes from. It's not coming from, tell me you're never going to leave me. The confidence has to come from trusting your creation, trusting your ability to create, trusting the quality and caliber of partner that you've called into your experience if you've been intentional throughout this process, and knowing that the more that you see yourself How you desire to be held is what you are going to extract from the other person. Okay, I'll give you one more thing because I'm having a lot of fun talking about this right now. So the other game that I like to play with myself is what if I'm actually the hot one? What if I'm actually the one that everyone wants? What if... All of his friends are like, oh my god, I can't believe he gets to be with her. He struck gold. He is swimming in diamonds. I am amazed that he was able to pull her. What if he's actually saying to himself, I want to treat this woman like an absolute goddess because I know she can have anyone she wants. What if that's actually the inner dialogue that is happening for him? His inner dialogue isn't any of my business, but it's a really enjoyable fantasy to find myself in. I like to imagine that he's saying to himself, man, I am the luckiest man on earth. Now, of course, like I mentioned, doing a 180 or as I always say, doing a 180 isn't a good idea. A lot of the time you're just going to dig your heels in. However, I do hope that some of these pieces are helpful. I know this is really common. I've definitely had these thoughts too. But flexing the confidence, at least for me, has if you grow that more and more and more and you flex that more and more and more, It will actually override the mental pattern of what if he chooses someone else? What if he leaves me for someone else? What if, what if, what if? If you know you're the shit, you're not worried about other people. Just keep in mind there are a lot of other people out there who are like, 
love is free, love is fluid. We can love each other, everyone, uh, blah, blah, hippie, hippie, flowers, sunshine, rainbow kisses. Personally, that hippie free love shit makes me feel terrible, destabilized, and it ruins my mood. It's a total buzzkill for me. So I, I don't do that because it doesn't feel good. What does make me feel good is feeling in full control over the dynamic that I want to create in my experience. And that includes me feeling like I am the greatest woman that he has ever been with. So that has been my personal process, but I understand there are some people who who aren't comfortable with this level of intensity and confidence. And so the airy, fairy, free love works better, actually plays to a better feeling for some people. I just have a lot of fire. So for me, feeling feeling exceptional, feeling like the most incredible creature he cannot get enough of, that actually plays much better to my personality type personally. So feel into, you're, you're going to have to feel into what feels good to you. If my level of radical confidence is something that, that scares you or destabilizes you, don't try it. Don't don't worry about it. Set it on a shelf. Leave it alone. Try a different approach. So you kind of have to poke around and see, you know, what works for you. What type of energy do you want to hold? And then just work your way up piece by piece by piece. Whatever you can lay down on the foundation, start there. Okay, let's go ahead and pull some cards. See what you need to know this week. The Five of Swords. Something about the eclipses that we just had, I think there was a lot that came up that wanted to move away, that wanted to just get cleaned out. So I think there's been a major declutter energy that has happened over the eclipses, specifically this one that we had recently with the new moon. I got the Six of Cups as well. This is a good relationship card. And then we have the Queen of Rods. So the Six of Cups, reciprocity, communication, nostalgia. And I just think there's a lot of warm connection. There's like this really deep, sentimental um, communication and being with each other. This might have something to do with holidays for some of you. There's just more of that in the air. Tis the season. And so this is coming up really strongly. I just see this as whatever has happened with the eclipses, that clean out energy, that stepping away from things that are just funky, that really don't serve you anymore. This can be literal things, people, places, things, or it can also be an internal process, an internal thing that you've been working on. Whatever the case, moving away from that and clearing that out has created space for whatever this Six of Cups is showing up as for you. 
the connection, the communication, the relationship, the harmony, the um, the investment in the connection. Again, I'm using connection loosely. It's not necessarily romantic unless you have that going on or you desire that to be going on. So just understand that sometimes if you have a whole bunch of crap that is clogging up your life, it makes it so that you need to declutter that and then you actually have the emotional and mental bandwidth to receive more. And that's what I'm seeing here. Then with the Queen of Rods, this is highly creative energy from what I'm getting from this. It's wanting to give things energy, wanting to invest in your projects. It's feeling that surge of getting it done, making it happen. So there is an uptick in energy unless you feel like you're still in this decluttering phase. If you are in this decluttering, clearing things out, reorganizing things, moving away from particular mindsets, then the Six of Wands, excuse me, the Six of Cups and the Queen of Wands is what's reflecting this is what's coming up. This is what is oncoming. This is what then becomes available for you as you move away from the things that are emotionally draining. Because that's really what we're always in the process of doing is is feeling into, does this drain me? Does this give me life? And then pruning as you go. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap for this week. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been helpful. Make sure you subscribe, you follow, you share. If you have a submission, make sure you do that. If you want to apply to Eden, make sure you do that. If you want to get into Dom, make sure you do that. Make sure you check out the masterclasses and all of the things that I have to offer because there is so much to get into in my world. Sign up for my newsletter. I have goods. I have oodles and oodles of goodies coming out of my ears for you. Do you know how loved you are? Do you understand how cared for you are? All of the amazing gifts from God that are now showering upon you. Can you just feel that for a moment? Can you take that in? Can you receive that? Can you just feel the abundance of receiving this podcast in this moment? How much is happening right now? How much energy transfer, how much wisdom, how much information is available to you at your fingertips? Can you feel the infinite abundance and wisdom and collective information that you're receiving now? Anyway, have an exceptional week. I will see you next time. Have a beautiful day, everybody, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.